Hello, sports fans, gambling addicts, all of you people out there. Welcome to the Sunflower Spreads podcast. I am one of your two co-hosts, Garrett Chad, and with me as always... Is Garrett Winkler. Always bet responsibly, though, if you're an addict. This is true. Call the hotline. We don't have the number, but it's out there. It's posted on our... uh bio this is true actually it is on a spotify bio bio. (laughs) that's good that covers us um and we have someone with us oh boy what an intro hello fans family winkler's grandma lovely to meet you i'm (laughs) carrot chad's girlfriend olivia tigliano and i'm here to give you the hottest takes for someone who doesn't know what a spread is thank you all right that is my girlfriend the aforementioned olivia retigliano Coming out of Hillsborough, New Jersey, University of Maryland, Terrapin, and not gambling knower. (laughs) Fair enough. Is it even legalized in Maryland? It is. Very recently legalized. recently. I know Ohio just got legalized on the first. Oh, JT. that's upsetting. JT. That's upsetting for Ariana. (laughs) (laughs) Not for JT. (laughs) But... We've got some things to talk about. We've got a lot to talk about. This is um, yeah. mostly going to be a, a recap pod with a couple of, you know, National look ahead. National Championship preview. That's the, bit, that's the big, big, big one. And local Kansas college basketball preview. Well, one the game next, we could. <laughs> like two, two days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We can talk a little bit about K-State versus Texas last night and then KU, Texas, Texas Tech. Tech. Yeah, we can. So we'll get to that at the end, though. So let's go ahead and dive right into some college football recap. All right, lead us off, Chad. All right, um, so... Which ones do you want to talk about? I, I, you know, well, you can, we can do whatever ones you want. I've starred them here on my paper. The do games it. that we actually watched, watched slash um, paid attention to slash were interested in. A lot of these games, you know, we mentioned last week. They're just, they're games. You know, <laughs> uh, they were good games. A lot of them were, but either we didn't talk about them. Oh, I forgot to mark Iowa and Kentucky. Oh, that's um, like my favorite bowl game. What I have marked on here, I have the Liberty Bowl between Kansas and Arkansas. I have the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl between Oregon and North Carolina. The Mayo Bowl featuring the Maryland Terrapins and North Carolina State Wolfpack. Uh, the All-State Sugar Bowl, the playoff games, uh, the ReliaQuest Bowl between Mississippi State and Illinois, the uh, Cotton Bowl. And the Rose Bowl. Go ahead and lead us uh, off of with the Liberty Bowl. The Music City Bowl. Oh, yeah, the best one. Uh, so, starting off, the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. Uh, I don't care who you were rooting for in this one, this was a great game. Uh, and I was fortunate to watch every minute of it, despite the fact that my team, the Kansas Fighting Football Jayhawks, fell to the Arkansas Hogs in, uh, what was that, triple overtime? Uh, yes. Because of those dastardly new rules and a poor play call. Now, Kansas, at this point, or at some point in this game, was down. I think it was four overtimes. I think it was four. Four? Yeah, because. It was 45. No, it was 38 38. Mm -hmm. Going 45 45. Maybe it was three. Maybe it was three. And then it was 53 53, 55 53. Yeah. Three overtimes. Yeah, yeah. It just felt like a lot longer because of the several reviews 
that took place. <laughs> I forgot KU had the ball first, so that's why I was missing. Yeah, that was unfortunate. Um, but yeah, Kansas was down 38-13 to at one point in this game. They had come out, had a great first drive. They looked really good. And then they got a stop on Arkansas' second drive. And I was like, wow. This game. It could happen. This, this could happen. It KU, could happen. If KU gets this stop, which they did, gets this ball, goes down the field, has another good offensive possession, who knows what can happen the rest of this game. Unfortunately, we had a muffed punt by one Savion Morrison. He was reliable all year back then. Kansas teams and muffed punts. What can I say? K-State, KU, Kansas City, all three of them. Yeah, They've had critical muffed punts. special teams. <laughs> They've all had critical muffed punts. we got to get Sean Snyder back. Yeah. Sean Snyder back in the Big 12. does need Sean Snyder back. <laughs> um, and then Arkansas, from there, just went on a rampage, mostly because of very good field possession. I didn't know KJ Jefferson was going to play. That was my big thing. Uh, he was listed as like questionable or doubtful the majority of the like uh, you know bowl season, and then like right before they're like, oh, he's playing. And I'm like, ah, oh, well, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> that kid was he? Literally, there was not one time that entire game he looked rattled at all with the ball in his hands. Every movement he made was composed. It was planned. It was. It was just. He was. The ultimate cool, composed yeah. quarterback back there. I mean, he reminded me a lot of Cam Rising. Uh, not not his play style, yeah. but because Cam Rising against USC, whenever they played in Utah, did not look frazzled at all. Even though when they were down by like 14, 21 points at one point, Cam Rising just like, eh, I'm here. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. Just, you know. There was not one time. KJ Jefferson, Jefferson had the exact same facial expression. Smile. There was not a time where he looked upset. Yeah. It was the same face the entire time, just straight face. Mm-hmm. And Kansas would have him surrounded in the pocket with hands on him, and he would just he would just slip out of it, jog a little bit, deliver a dart, or run for ten yards. It was genuinely one of the most impressive quarterbacking displays I've seen in a minute. And on the other side, we have Jalen Daniels starting out a little rough, a little jumpy, uh, especially in the three fourths the game. I'm gonna be honest. This was not a very good game. No, it wasn't. the first quarter was good. I will give you that much. Was good. First quarter was the good. Second and third quarters were very bad. Yeah, and then the fourth quarter was insane. Was and wild. Uh, let's go ahead and take it from there. Fourth yeah. quarter so down. The fourth quarter, KU's coming into this. Fifteen think, or eighteen down eighteen. Still down eighteen because they had just cut it from twenty-five to eighteen. They get another stop because, as you mentioned during the game, Arkansas's offense gets very. Predictable in these situations. Yeah, they're they just going to do HP dives. The same packages, the same plays. They weren't getting the ball to KJ Jefferson and just letting him do stuff. Yeah. They just kept giving it to their second and third string running backs because their starter was out at this point and just have them dive up the middle. And Kansas finally did what I've been saying all year and packed the box and did not let them run. And they got like four stops in a row. Yeah. Um, and Kansas, I mean, Jalen Daniels got it going. Um, the offense looked very good in the late third quarter to the entire fourth quarter. A lot of urgency. They were finally being aggressive in their play calling. They finally abandoned the run, which I had wanted them to do early in the third quarter, but they kept trying to jam it up the middle for two yards every play. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, Jalen Daniels ends up throwing for 544 yards, had six total touchdowns and two interceptions. And on the last play of the game, what does Lance Leipold do? Gives it to Jason Bean. <laughs> and we've talked about Jason Bean. Bean time. He is either the greatest quarterback you've ever seen Bean or time. the worst person to ever step on a football <laughs> field. And unfortunately, KU gets the exact look they want. They have an open Mason Fairchild in the back of the end. And they'll represent. 
You have, yes, big shouts out to Lugnut. We love you. Mm -hmm. And he, we have Lawrence Arnold in the back corner of the end zone, one-on-one -on -one with the corner. He, Lawrence Arnold is 6 He had a window. He had a window. He had a window for Lawrence Arnold. And what does he do, Winkler? I'm guessing he floated up two and a half stories into the stands. In between both receivers. <laughs> <laughs> he was not targeting either one. It was just right down the hey, middle. To be fair, you cannot take a sack in that situation. No, okay? I know. But the thing is, it looks for a second it looks like he's going to run it in. And then he pulls up. And he pulls back. And he's like, I'm just going to throw it. And uh, he missed. So I'm going to rewind you a little bit here, okay? There's a lot of stuff you glazed over. First oh, of all, um, KU, KU um, was down eight, all right? They had called back. Um, they scored a oh, field goal and a entire, touchdown. Uh, Arkansas is at like a third and four at midfield. They throw the ball downfield. Crazy play call. They catch it, you know what I mean? They get down inside field goal range. So they're inside field goal range with like two minutes to go. Do, you jam the ball up the middle three times. If you don't get a first down somehow... And then the I can't remember if they did a sweep they to the outside. Reverse. Yeah, they did like a sweep to the outside, a reverse to the outside, or if they threw it to the outside. I can't remember what they did. But they had a receiver cross the first down marker with a minute 46 left. Game's over. You fall down, the game's over. Yeah. He tries to hurdle a KU player. Gets decked by uh -huh. safety. <laughs> he, I, he's coming down. It was not a fumble. He, I, his KU fan, elbow may have been down. I do not he releases the ball. KU picks up the the football, runs it back fifty yards. They do not score. Kobe but, Bryant. Yes, Kobe Scoops Bryant. That ball up. <laughs> the refs do not blow dead because, like, rightfully As so. They should. Um, however, video evidence did not overturn it because I did review it. They did not overturn it. So KU gets the ball with like a minute to go, a minute and a half to go to try to tie the game and. <laughs> No, no. First of all, I, they weren't even down. They were only. Uh, it was still a fifteen point game. My ball. Yeah, it's right. only a fifteen point game. It was a fifteen point game with a minute forty six left. If he goes down there, the game's over for sure. However, Kobe Bryant brought it back, scored a touchdown. They kicked the extra point to make it eight. First time they get an onside kick, and I don't know how long. I the I, Arkansas. So what happened on that play was the front line is supposed to block all the KU players, and the one back player is supposed to field the ball, and it's his sole responsibility to field the ball. However, he played off the line, I think, twelve yards, and normally people are within ten. So that's the reason why they because he was just two yards too well, far that, deep. He was kind of watching the ball. Yeah, like the ball is bouncing. I don't he think he was ready for. Move for towards it. I want to say Arkansas was expecting to kick it on the other side. That's yeah. my guess, but I don't know why. You know what I mean? Because the kicker obviously, kicker obviously lined up to kick it to that side of the field. So. Yeah, I mean, he just kind of watched it. I sacrificed all future NCAA fourteen onside kick recoveries for this one. It would have been more worth it if they won, but I accept it. I accept my fate. That was I crazy. understand. There was a great recovery. Then KU comes back down, scores with, um, I believe, 40 seconds to go or something like that. 30 or 40. <sighs> Arkansas. No, I think it was under It was under 30. Oh, you're right. It was they under 30. Like two, they ran the ball twice. Yeah. Uh, or, and then they tried to throw it. They ran an HB they dive. Ran they, ran, they ran an HB dive. Because the HB dive went for 50 yards, remember? He well, got yeah, to 25 yards. But before that, yeah. they ran it up the middle twice. Are we talking about are we talking about KU or no, are we talking about Arkansas? Because KU scored, got the two-point conversion, obviously. Yeah. So the game's Arkansas tied. Yep. two draws. And then mm -hmm. they tried to run a pass play, and an Arkansas player set a pick on a KU player, so it was a penalty. 
and then they yeah. gave him like one second. Or no, they gave him another play, and then KU had 12 men on the field. Yep, that was the untimed down. They got one more play, they ran a dive and got 50 yards, and I was like, are they about to run this in just to win the game on a halfback draw? Like, yeah, they got down to 25, but obviously no, no time is on the clock, so they couldn't kill field goal. Then we go to the second overtime. Arkansas's up 53-51 to because Kansas had just scored. Jalen Daniels tries to run it in, gets stopped, gets called back for targeting, and KU throws it to Jared Casey for the two-point conversion, and then we get the two-point conversion. Targeting was a weird call. Um, that was a huge call because obviously they got stopped. The KU players already going down. The guy came in late and speared him. Um, I... I don't like targeting that situation, you know what I mean? Because the play's pretty much over. No, I understand. But, dumb or wrong, dumb or wrong, dumb or wrong. I'm happy KU, like, you know what I mean, got it and everything. I'm not, like, trying to say no. I'm just, it, it, this this is kind of foreshadowing the uh, uh, Michigan game where the Michigan play was also obviously targeting. Yeah. Or not obviously, but they, yeah, and they didn't call it because they didn't want it to affect the game, which is rightfully so. I, I feel like, you know what I mean? That's the same with the KU game. It shouldn't have affected the game. But it did, you know what I mean? Whatever, I don't care. But uh, it's not my team that's out there, so good for the Jayhawks. You know, I just had a feeling that the only way the game was actually going to end was by one team making a mistake, because I don't think at that point either defense yeah. is going to stop the other. Both both of them are not good defenses in the first place, and they're both very gassed. Yeah. So really, the Jason Bean overthrow was the only way that one was going to end, and it just sucks because they got the look they wanted, and we just uh, didn't execute. So I feel bad for Jason Bean. I hope, you know, I know he said he wasn't going to come back, but honestly, I don't think I could live with it if that was my final college football play. Yeah. So whether I would transfer somewhere, get a starting job, or keep doing my little gadget role here at KU, that's not going to be my last play. <laughs> like, I'm not ending on that. But... I felt bad for Jason Bean, certainly. So, yep, KU lost. But that was a great game. So, I, I can't be too mad. I'm just glad we fought to the end. Three, two, one. All right, uh, moving on here from the unfortunate Kansas lost to a, a very good game in Oregon and North Carolina. This was this was pretty entertaining. We had this one on the iPad while the KU game was going. Um both teams, very good offenses. Uh, UNC, a lackluster defense, but they showed up for the most part, I thought. What's weird is that this game was kind of low scoring than everyone thought. It was yeah. More, it, was, it was only, what, 31 28, something like that? It was 28 27. Yeah, it, was, it was a lower scoring game. It didn't hit the 30s. And the over under was 75. Yeah. yeah. So. Definitely an under game. Uh, was we, it actually in Iraq? No. No. Oh, <laughs> no. okay, yeah, that's... It's the San Diego um, County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. Okay, that's definitely not... <laughs> yeah, I don't... San I'm going to guess that's San Diego. San Diego, San Diego. Okay. They played it in the Padres Stadium. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't really have much to say about this game. Other than nah, I mean... UNC played great, or like, you know, they played hard. Harder I don't know. I, I think the main thing I have to say about it is I don't know why the spread was 14 points. I mean, UNC kind of struggled to end the season. I mean, I guess so did Oregon. But Oregon dropped one game at the end of the season. They dropped to the Beavers. Yeah, they did. I forgot. And to, uh, <laughs> I think Washington, I believe. They um, yeah they've that was they shouldn't have won. They that was that was a coaching mistake. That was stupid. Um, but yeah, I mean, this was a pretty entertaining game from what we were really paying attention to. Yeah. 
and Bo Nix played pretty well. He's coming back again, I think, next year. He is coming back. I can't remember if Drake May is coming back as well. Drake May is coming back, too. That's, that's good. Two good quarterbacks. He's a freshman or sophomore. Drake so. May, uh, he must be a sophomore, then. I don't think he's a freshman. I want to say he's a freshman. Um, like a redshirt freshman or something like that. Mm. But he, he announced he was coming back to North Carolina because he, he was thinking about going to the transfer portal, but he decided to come back. I'm glad. That's good. Is he related to Luke May, I wonder? Who's it's Luke worth May? Google. Uh, very good former North Carolina basketball player. He was on the team when they won the national championship. What year? Um, There's like 20 of them. Yeah, uh, their most recent one, I think. Yeah, they are. They are brothers. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Luke May and Drake May are brothers? Yeah. That's wild. That's, wow. The UNC has two very good Mays in different sports. That's weird. Because mm-hmm. the Dukes had the Zellers, of course, and the Plumleys, um, both basketball brothers. But, you know, that's cool. That's a little fun fact. Good trivia fact. I wonder if they do that in North Carolina. Good trivia fact. Um, but, yeah, I would, I mean... You know, actually, what's interesting about this game is that Oregon, on the extra point to take the lead, almost missed. Uh, it doinked yeah, in. I saw that. I would have loved to watch an overtime of that game. That would have been great. But And let's see. North Carolina almost trotted their field goal kicker out. He is statistically one of the worst in the country. And they decided for the Hail Mary. They did Good not play. get it. <laughs> Much better option than sending your bad kicker out, I think. So... Good game between both teams. The San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl did not disappoint. Uh, Moving on, we are going to jump to the Mayo Bowl featuring the... Maryland Terrapins, baby. And NC State. (laughs) The Mayo Land. (laughs) Mayo Land Terrapins. (laughs) Yeah, they showed up in D. Charlotte, North Carolina for once. Uh, As a University of Maryland student, let me say... Like most colleges might say, there's nothing like being disappointed by your sports teams. So, I went in expecting not much, I'll tell you that. And I came out being slightly surprised because I'm almost I'm almost a hater because they let me down year after year. But it was nice to see them actually pull through once again in a bowl game and uh, not make me hate them. All right, serious question. Did you guys actually watch this game? Not all of it. <laughs> I actually watched it. I watched it. Yeah, I it watched it. It was really too. boring. It was very boring. It it's was, just it was a classic Maryland Big Ten game. I was gonna say it sounds like a Maryland <laughs> game. NC State had four field goals. For twelve Maryland had a touchdown and three field goals yeah. for sixteen points. Final score was sixteen to twelve. Um boring. go go Terps, coach Mike Loxley getting the Mayo bath. That was nice. The Terps finish eight and five. UNC or NC State also finishes eight and five. Is Talia coming back? I think he is. I believe. Um, he's a junior or senior. He might have next year of eligibility. He's a good quarterback. Everyone's got like six years of eligibility now, so yeah. you never know. I think the final take that comes out of this is that Maryland should not be in the Big Ten, and that's. You want him in the ACC? Yes, Fair that's enough. my take. I've ranted about this to her friends several times. <laughs> Because, like, when Maryland plays teams in the Big Ten, nobody cares because they have no history with any team in the yeah. Big Ten. But this ACC matchup, it was good. It was good. It was a former ACC rivalry game. Yeah. So the Maryland Terrapins official university account tweeted out, left the ACC, still beaten NC State. And we need that kind of blood hate back in college. Oh, boy. Right? So... 
whatever decision makers are out there that may or may not listen to this podcast. I think they're listening. I think sure. they are listening. They're definitely listening. Put Maryland back in the ACC. It's where they belong. It's where their history is. I like the Big Ten money, though, so I'm not here to complain too much. That is also fair, but I think, you know, Maryland has one of the most apathetic student bodies <laughs> when it comes to their sports team because they literally just don't care about anyone they play. Yeah. Yep. Um, and the ACC, they have good old rivalries, so they should go back. They probably won't, but they should. They never will. Um... All right, I don't have anything to say about this. Yeah, no, Good Mayo, job, Maryland. Mayo the coach got, Yippee. the coach got uh, mayoed. That's so gross. <laughs> um, he had a big Maryland hat on though. Yeah, the big hat. That was a good move. Yeah, smart move by him. Yeah. Um. All right. The uh, we have the Trans Perfect Music City Bowl in. First of all, you skipped over the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. Ah, you're right. You can talk. I I this was a very entertaining game. Not a whole lot of offense in the second third quarter. Wyoming had uh so Wyoming went down by a touchdown or so they they were down. I don't even know. They're down seventeen to twenty one. Okay, and they had. They got the ball on the 10-yard line with four minutes to go, and they had nine yards of total offense in the second half, and they drove 90 yards oh, I remember you to score a touchdown <laughs> to take the lead. And then Ohio works their way in the field goal range with a minute to go, and they kicked the extra point, and he missed – or the, they kicked the 40-yard field goal, and he missed it, but the Wyoming coach called timeout to ice him, and then so he kicked it again, and he made it. So I would argue that icing may not be the a move. smartest thing. It's not a move. Most of the time, the kicker goes out there. He feel like it. they're more nervous the first time. Yep. yep. You know, like then you they get... make them think about it or whatever. Yeah. No, it's the opposite. It's... They think about it. They're like, oh, okay, I can make it now. Yeah. So like they know, like if they kick the first yep. one and miss it, now they know what they have to do on the next one to get it through yep. the upgrades. So they um they then kick the. They then kick a – or, sorry, they go to overtime. I don't know what I'm thinking. And then, of course, Wyoming does nothing. They kick a field goal. And then Ohio dimes went to the end zone and wins the, wins the bowl. It was a very entertaining bowl. Very entertaining. There is a lot – all sorts of stuff. Uh, Titsworth was named the player of the game, number 69 for the Ohio Bobcats. Oh, that's awesome. He is a guard. <laughs> oh, because it was the bars. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. No, his last name is seriously Titsworth. They had his dad as an interview, uh, Mr. Titsworth. So <laughs> – there's that. I, yep. That's all I got to say about that. Great broadcast. The broadcast made the game. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> all right. We had the um, the trash offense bowl. In Love Nashville. this bowl. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Iowa uh, came out with the win. I don't even remember what the score was. 21-0. <laughs> right. Yeah. How many defensive touchdowns? They scored Two t- defensive touchdowns. Two pick one, sixes. One offensive off. touchdown the whole game. If you combine the offenses, they scored seven points. If you combine the defenses, they put up twenty-one po- or sorry, fourteen points, which is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, either one of these teams, whatever team had won, or whatever team lost, could just very easily blame their offense. You know, defense can say, "Yeah, I did did my job." I mean, Kentucky's defense only allowed seven points. <laughs> Iowa's, defen- <laughs> Iowa's defensive backs have more touchdowns this year than Iowa receivers. That's that's, that's some that's some Ferenc football, baby. That's disturbing. But or I like Ferenc, however Spencer told me to say it. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm sure Spencer's very happy about that win. 
Yeah. Um, they interviewed the Iowa defensive back after the game, and he said, that's Iowa football, baby, like it or not. <laughs> and I, I, yeah, fair enough. Love it. Love you it. got to respect that. So. I just they, love they, the way they, they win games. You know what I mean? It's so entertaining to me to see their stat lines. Their offense does absolutely nothing. They could go out there and kneel the ball the whole game and punt it, and I think they'd have a better chance of winning games. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, Will Levis ended up not playing because he's a coward. and knew he would get uh, shown up by this staunt, stout yeah. Iowa defense. Um, he's going to be a bust. I'm calling that now. There would have been three pick sixes if yeah, he would have played. Because Will Levis sucks, and the media needs to quit running their propaganda for him because he's not a good quarterback, and they're going to trick some franchise, probably the Panthers, into taking him, and the Panthers are going to be more screwed. So, yep. good luck, Panthers. They're number one on uh, He's number one on their draft board, I think. So, God help <laughs> have us. fun with that. Uh, actually, I think. Uh, Jim Harbaugh is in talks with Carolina to become their head coach. So, <sighs> I, I'd love Jim Harbaugh to stay. I, would, I think he should stay in Michigan. He should stay in Michigan, win a national championship, and go from there. He finally got close to a national championship. Now he's like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Win but, a national championship and go from there. Yeah. But that's all we have to say about that bowl, I believe. And now we go into the funeral. Yeah, we'll go ahead and move into K-State. First off, I want to apologize for the technical issues we're having. Mike's, Chad's mic keeps dropping off. so I'm touching it, nothing. We're seeing it come and go as we uh, continue the podcast. Um, sometimes it's working properly, so you'll hear them pretty clearly. Other times, you'll hear them very faintly. So I apologize about that. But we're moving on to the All-State Sugar Bowl where Alabama thumped down Kansas State. They covered the 6.5 for Alabama. Uh, I don't know what to say about this game, Chad. Well, um, from the, I guess they went up 10-0, and it was looking promising. Deuce Vaughn ripped off the 80-yard touchdown. Longest run against Alabama since how long? It was a while. It was like <laughs> 1970s or 80s. I can't remember. I honestly don't want to remember this game. So, um, I was on Alabama. I picked them. K-State's 0-3 in bowl games following a Big 12 championship. The past three BCS Bulls. Um, 2010, uh, 2011, uh, I want to say there's another one in there somewhere. K-State's been just clobbered by more talented teams. I know it's not much of an excuse since they go up against Texas and Oklahoma the whole time. You know what I mean? They, they're able to win some of those. I think the difference may be coaching. 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 Nick Saban's a good coach. Like I'm not It's like, you know, Texas has all this talent, but they have Steve Sarkeesian coaching it, yeah. and he's not a very good coach. Yeah. So and and you know you see Oklahoma this year they were still talented but you know Veach is or I mean yeah. it's not Brett Veach fucking um. I can't remember his name. Venables. Who are you talking about? Venables. Yeah, Venables. Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, he's still getting his feet under him. I think he'll be okay eventually. Yeah. But versus you know you have Saban and uh, whenever they played Oregon you have Chip Kelly and then the other one was against. Um, Remember that one was so long ago. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, talent being coached by good coaches in other conferences versus talent being coached by the likes of like Tom Herman and Lincoln Riley with no defense and Steve Sarkeesian and you know it, it's I mean you look at the actual good coaches as far as like game management and stuff like that in the Big Twelve. 
And, you know, you have, like, Mike Gundy. Great coach. Oklahoma State's never super talented. Yeah. So it's it's – it's, it's just, just it was it's, a sad game to watch. I don't know how much else to say about it. I they think man competitive and then they took two very risky chances. They went for it. They went for a one yard touchdown on fourth down and goal. And they didn't get it, so that stunk. And then of course Alabama marches ninety nine yards, scores a touchdown before halftime. And then they do the onside kick after half, K State to try to like, you know, stay in it because you kinda have to at that point. You're not stopping Alabama. And they don't get it, so of course Alabama scores right away. So it's just like K State just kind of fell out of this game by taking the chances they did, but they would have lost it if they didn't take the chances. Yeah, regardless. it's a matter so, of the chances going your way or not. Yeah, and they, they just did the for K State. They, like, it's like swinging for the fences. You know what I mean? And to which you have to against a team. Yeah, like especially Alabama, if so. if Alabama wasn't full strength, it's a little different. But Alabama was literally at one hundred percent. So in that case, you do have to take your chances. Um, the way I saw it is K State came out. Because if K-State scores that touchdown on fourth and goal, I don't think they go they go for the onside. No, they don't. But they didn't score for it on fourth and goal. They're down they're down fourteen to ten or whatever. They Alabama marches down the field, scores a touchdown before half, twenty one ten. You're already down a possession, you know what I mean? So like you might as well try to steal one right there on the onside kick. They don't get it. Alabama of course scores, they probably would have scored anyway. So it's just like it stunk watching the game just because like it K State couldn't remain competitive. But at the same time, I do appreciate Kleiman like playing the win. You yeah, know what I mean? he went in there with everything he had, and he threw it at him, and it just wasn't. No, good. and I like an aggressive so. coach, you know. So I mean, that's all good. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, the way I see yeah. it is, K State came out through a Superman punch, got Alabama off balance. Alabama recovers and throws a knockout, and K State can't yeah. counter it. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have much else to say about it. Like it was just. They got out of the game early, and it was just hard for them to crawl back into the game when Bryce Young was literally playing phenomenal. Oh, yeah. I mean, Bryce Young started out a little shaky, and then I, as soon as he was comfortable. He was very shaky. Yeah, yeah. He missed a couple of deep balls, and then as soon as he. He's like, oh, I'm Bryce Young, and this is Kansas State. <laughs> the, first, the first deep ball they connected on to, uh, I don't remember the receiver's name for Alabama, number three, Speedster. Yeah. He missed two deep balls to him early, and then he finally got. The one that the went one. for six. That was it. That was and then it was, game. and then he was finally, he was comfortable. He was in his groove, and then yeah, I mean, there's not much you can do when a player like that is just, gr- like, in the zone like that. So, he's just um, a little guy. Yeah, yeah, he is. Just a little guy. <laughs> he's just a little guy. He um, he just uh, declared for the NFL draft, so we're losing him. But I'm very excited about um, Giddens. I'm very excited about Giddens. I've been reading about Giddens all year. Uh, did you know how many yards he had, Rich, per carry? It was. I saw this today. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's over five. Five point eight. Yeah. It's five point okay. eight yards a carry. So I'm very excited about Giddens. He's a power back. He drives people with you. I like power backs more than speed backs because speed backs, like, you know, what I mean, they'll do two and a half yards per carry and then they'll rip one off for eighty. So it's just like the consistent yardage is yeah. is. It's more helpful to sustain long drives. Yeah. So I'm really excited about Giddens. I think. I think he fits the K State mold. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously Deuce Vaughn is an an all NCAA no, talent. No, don't be wrong. I'm Deuce Vaughn is incredibly talented. He's going to be missed, but I'm excited for it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. But yeah, I mean, I don't really have anything else yeah. to say yeah, other than this is unfortunate. Much more. It was a blowout, so I'm not going to waste our time with it. Yeah. <laughs> Before we go into the playoff, um, 
Just mentioned here, Mississippi State getting that win for Coach Leach. Yes, great cover. Great backdoor cover there. Uh, <laughs> Illinois. When I first, I didn't know the the score of this game, and I saw the, the last play on um, on Twitter. And as I was watching, I was like, "Did Illinois actually like score off of this? Because it looked pretty good." For a second, and then they just got a little. They made it like thirty or forty yards yeah. on the field. Yeah, because they would just they would run it lateral, cross yeah. the field pass, run a little bit lateral. It was actually pretty smart. Yeah, but yeah, uh, you know they got a little. You know, it's hard to do that. It's so too that too guy cute. Was what they were designing. They were trying to set up all those laterals for. They were trying to get it to him because he's like their breakout returner, and so that was like supposed to be their last lateral and then of course Mississippi State scooped and scored it and yeah got fight the cover. fight on the field after that play I didn't I don't think there's any video of it I only saw yeah. tweets about it but I don't think coach Leaf won it any other way do you remember that one time he was in the stand taking pictures with people and his team was just in a brawl with like no, I don't remember you know that. I think it was against like Auburn or something <laughs> and he's just like he comes out of the stand and they interview him. And he's like, "They're like, Coach Leach, what what do you have to say about that brawl at the end of the game? What do you have to say about it?" And he's like, uh, "Don't do it again." <laughs> and he just walked off. <laughs> so, the pirate gets sent off yep. with a fitting victory in Raymond James Stadium with the pirate ship. They were wearing cool helmets with the pirate flag on them. Yep. Um, I want to touch on LSU Purdue? I predicted this. I mean, all of Purdue's coaching staff and players transferred. Mm-hmm. What do you expect? That's fair. That's all I got to say about that game. Tulane USC, that was a great game. Great game. I'm not going to break it down because I don't really care to. So, yep. Uh, good fourth quarter safety by Tulane, and then they get a touchdown to win it. So, good job, Tulane. That's all I got to say about that one either. Uh, Penn State, Utah, yeah. would you like to make your comment? I just hate Penn State. You don't even need to touch on it. They won. Go. Whatever. Yeah. Screw them. I had a lot of money on Penn State, so I am glad they won. But you know, I, I uh, just because I thought they were the better for you, team. Champ. I had just hopped in in the fourth quarter. It was thirty-five to fourteen already, and then I looked back and I saw it was fourteen to fourteen at one point. Yeah, it was a good game in the and first I half. And I just had no idea uh, what Cam Rising got injured. Oh, he That's did. I didn't know injured. that. He went down with the knee injury. So Cam Rising was kind of keeping him in it, and then of course, whenever he went out, Utah couldn't do anything, and Penn State just kind of ran over him. So, well. um... Good for good for the Nittany Lions. Go ahead and start us off with TCU and Michigan. All right, this was this has uh, usurped the Kansas Arkansas game as this originally usurped the Kansas Arkansas game as the the best bowl game. Um, this was a very good game. TCU kind of jumped on <coughs> jumped on them from the gun. Uh, Michigan fought their way back into it. Uh, I don't have too much in-depth analysis about this one other than I respect TCU for coming out like that because I didn't think they would. I thought Michigan would just kind of overpower them. But uh, a couple costly mistakes there in the beginning for Michigan. And, uh, I mean, TCU, once you start up two, three scores like that early, it's hard to crawl back. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, all credit to TCU. I'll finally give it to them, man. Respect. (laughs) Good job, TCU. Um, I was on TCU heavily here. A um, couple plays. One, the Michigan deep bomb. You know what I mean? Uh, that he landed on like it looked like appeared to be the goal line, and they originally called it a touchdown, and they reviewed it. I didn't think there was enough evidence to overturn that to put it at the one, and but they did, so they put it at the one, and then Michigan of course fumbled uh, into the end zone. TCU recovered it, so like that was a bad break for Michigan. Um, what was the other one? 
There's there's another one that was a bad break. I can't remember what it was. Well, there was the targeting. We'll, we'll get to that one. Yeah. That's very incorrect. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that one. Um, but yeah, TCU two pick sixes. Um, Max Duggan didn't really have to do a whole lot. I really thought Michigan was going to win this game. So in the third quarter, it was within a six point game and. TCU is like third and nine, and they did like an underneath route to like one of the receivers, and he just broke it for like an eighty. Quentin Johnson, yeah. yeah, he broke Eighth. it for like an eighty-yard touchdown. It was insane. And at that point, I was like, "Holy cow, TCU might actually win this," because Michigan had fought back the whole time and finally got it within one score. JJ McCarthy, or is that that's him, right? He played a phenomenal game. I get him and Cade McNamara so confused. Like, they're like the exact same player, except JJ can maneuver in the pocket yeah. a little better. JJ's so, better. <laughs> good job for JJ for like you know what I mean he did he played great so shouts out to him. Um, but yeah, we'll go to the final drive where Michigan had a chance to take the lead late in the game as midfield fourth and ten they fumbled the snap the running back first off a lineman picks it up scoops it to the running back the running back starts running it gets corralled throws it to a receiver the receiver <laughs> is getting dragged down. And TCU player just comes up and spears them. For no reason. No reason. <laughs> Getting dragged down, he just spears them. And when I was watching that, I was like, this is targeting. This is the clearest evidence of, like, targeting. However, I'm glad they didn't let that call. Like, well, you know, it was. it's probably a matter of in the KU game they see that, you know, like the mm-hmm. head of officials or whatever. And he's like, okay, like, even if this is targeting, like, we probably can't let it affect the outcome. Yeah especially in a playoff game like this. But, I mean, at, at a certain point, you know, you kind of think, well, football is all about protecting players and stuff now, which is, you know, oh. I mean, I'm not. Oh, boy, is it. Oh, boy, is it. In some cases, it is. <laughs> in this one, it was not. So, I mean, it's just a matter of you got to you gotta call them all or you call none of them yeah. and go back to CTE ball. Yeah. So. Pick and choose. You can't really pick and choose, or else everybody's going to be pissed off one way or another. So that's just the way I see it. Some people, now people probably disagree with that. Um, I just realized I got the times wrong on this, and and the bowls. Did you notice that? I I had TCU and Michigan the Peach Bowl, which Georgia and Ohio State played. Oh, you switched them around. Switch them around. That's, that's all right. That's yeah. okay. Then yeah, go. Yeah, my bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, this was a it was a good entertaining game. Mm-hmm. It sucks for Michigan that they are the um, the I wouldn't uh, I would I'm not gonna say I'll say it sucks that for Michigan that TCU is the beneficiary of a call in a KU game. <laughs> I really think that um, yeah, I really think that there's a lot of bad breaks either way I mean there's a couple deflect passes that just kind of bounced Michigan's way and they got picks off of them I think Max Duggan threw three interceptions two of them hit the receivers right in the hands so like it's there's a couple bad breaks for both teams I'm not going to fault either side for like you know what I mean whatever TCU also had to play with their second string running back they're starting yeah. to get injured so crazy game it was a great game I'm glad I watched it that's yeah. all I got to say about it alright moving on to our second playoff game <laughs> Frogs. <laughs> Frogs up. Hypnotoad. Uh, Ohio State and Georgia. This one was a little crazy. Is very good game. I'm glad we had it on at the NYE party. I thought Ohio State was running. Or sorry, yeah, Ohio State was running away with it. Yeah, so I, I did too. Watching it for a while. And uh, Georgia. I mean, they scrapped their way back. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm very glad Georgia won. I do not like Ohio State, so don't get me wrong. I'm very glad Georgia won, but I did think Ohio State had this one in the bag. I think they got up two scores at one point. Yeah. I think midway through the fourth quarter or something mm-hmm. like that, and then Georgia comes down, scores, gets to stop, um, scores again with take the lead. Forty seconds left, something yeah. like that, under a minute. Ohio State gets some field. Ohio like State drives right down the field. They're on the edge of field goal range with thirty seconds to go. They got two timeouts. By the way, this is um this is at eleven fifty nine p.m. <laughs> well, they on the decide East Coast. they decide on the East Coast. They decide to run the ball. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would have kept throwing the ball to try to. Oh, get it was working. But I mean, they, they decide they, to run the ball. They get stopped, so they're lining up for last second field goal at eleven fifty nine. Kicks up, ball drops. And he shanks it to the left. So By like 20 yards, not even shank. close. That was the worst kick I've seen in my life. Way to ring in the New Year's for Columbus, Ohio. I Nobody know. gets a Suck hand on it. Uh, I can't imagine how many just pissed off New Year's kisses there were, you know? Yeah. Like there's a, probably like a boyfriend or girlfriend that's really into the game watching it, and they see that, and then their significant other, and she's like, oh my God, kiss me. And they're just like, ah. <gasps> No. <laughs> I can't lie. While it was happy to see Ohio State crumble and lose, I feel bad for that poor kid who took the game. I, I, I feel hope bad he for never That's shows horrible. his face on campus again because I feel I really don't think it's for his, his life. I think it's, uh, they should have thrown the ball to get 10 more yards. You know what I mean? Oh, they should have been able 10, to comfortably. Yards, yeah. I think he hits that easily. But I know the kick wasn't even close. But, but there's also a certain point where you sacrifice that accuracy for trying to get your leg behind it, yeah. you know, and just trying to get exactly. it there. And Ohio State, I mean, they always have good kickers. Yeah. This this guy's a little more of an accuracy kicker than a power kicker. I Oops. think, what what was it? Like a, um, a lot of pressure on the line. 45, 50 yards, something like that, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 50. and obviously once you get down into that area, Georgia's probably going to quit playing the type of defense they were. They're probably going to start pressing up a little bit. But still, I mean, you had them on their heels. Should have kept pressing. Should've That's because Ryan Day was born on third base. That's why he knows Oof. doesn't know how to do that. Would you say he's on second base now? I think he moved back. I think if they lose to Michigan again, he could be in trouble. <laughs> All right. So that concludes our bowl recap. Um, Chad, I'm going to go ahead and lead us into records because we forgot to get at the top of the pod. Oh, yeah. Um, it's okay. It's not your fault. Um, I realized I marked one of my games wrong. So how accurate is this? I don't know. It's a wink or accuracy, so give us plus minus a couple wins. Uh, I marked a lot of mine at the height of New Year's Eve. I was so. wondering who marked yours because I was looking at yours I was like, somebody marked this. I have no idea who <laughs> It was me. The, the handwriting's really bad because, yeah, you know, for that. reasons. But. I was trying to distinguish between wins and losses, so you might double-check yours, but... Yeah, like um, the L's. I realized that I marked the Mississippi Texas Tech game wrong. I actually bet Mississippi on that game, so I took an L there. I marked it as a W, so I switched that one around. So, which makes my record 90 and 93. So, I'm just right up 500. Ah. So unfortunately, I can't make 500 in the national championship just out of it. Chad, how close are you to me? I'm 80 and 103. So I pretty much won this podcast. All right. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> well, we'll see next year. <laughs> Maybe next year. Um, Unfortunately, I can't declare victory because I didn't go 500. If I was over 500, I'd be rubbing it in your face. I so, know. I know. <laughs> so I'm not going to you know, I mean, say anything that I'm better or better or anything like that just because I didn't go 500 either. So don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Thoughts on your record, Chad? Well, you know. Well, there was a certain point in the season in which 
we were both over 500. Yeah, we were burnt. I, I started off very hot. We were on a burner to start the season. I, I can't remember which like week it was. It was in 7 or 8 or something. Yeah. And then that I had week... Every pick but like 2. Yeah. It was crazy. And that week, I had picked the opposite of you in a lot yeah. of games. And you... And I did bad. Maryland. That was your first Maryland. That was your horrible Maryland picks. Yeah. I remember that. It's cursed. Um... So, yeah, I mean, you can really trace all of this back to, like, one or two weeks, which is unfortunate. Also, in the bowl picks, I mean, my week my week two and three are not bad. Mm-hmm. All things that, yeah, week two I went six and four. This week I went ten and ten. But week one I went three and eight. So it was those low-ranking bowls that got me. Um, next year we'll come back. We'll do some, some better research. On, on the lower teams. I told you, Chad, you, you can't do any research on the lower bowls. You just got to fucking wing it. That's why I did this go. year. You just got to sling it. Sling it, <laughs> wing it. Uh, but, well, well, you Let's know. Let's go ahead and pick the national championship. AT&T, College Football National Championship, and SoFi Stadium. Not allowing uh, tailgating before God the games, forsaken by the way. Bowl. Move that to freaking Lambeau Field. Play it in the Williams Bowl. Uh-huh. Ice Bowl that. Yeah, get out of these fancy dancy stadiums. I don't want cyberpunk. I'm yeah, you can't grind. even you can't even tailgate. No, in SoFi, can't. can't. Ridiculous. A homeless man might come up and steal your food. Where is it? In uh, LA. LA. Oh, they don't allow uh, tailgating. <laughs> Why the fuck was I picking? With Hard with Georgia. Language. Why would they pick that place? <laughs> because it's new. <laughs> Disgusting sports. Where are you supposed? to... To get hammered before the game. Not uh, while you're driving, because that's the LA. Line. Yeah, you're right. Just drink in your car in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, what a fun time! Uh, uh, I heard there's still getting down on Skid Row, so you might swing by. There oh, okay. And <laughs> good noted. Yeah, uh, the spread here is twelve and a half points in favor of Georgia. This is a huge spread for a national championship game, and um, it was I thirteen half. It opened at thirteen half. It's dropping so. I I am going with the Horned Frogs to cover. Georgia is still going to win this, go back-to-back. I think the Horned Frogs lose by less than 12 and a half, though. Less than 12 and a half. So, I do think Georgia wins the game. Um, I think this game's going to be a one-possession game at the final buzzer. I think it might be a two-possession game. So, I, I think it'll be a 14-point game at some time in the fourth quarter in favor uh-huh. of Georgia. Whether TCU can complete the t- comeback or not is up to Max Duggan. I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know. TCU's whole season rides on Max Duggan. Does he get hurt in the middle of the game? I don't know. That would suck. But yeah. apparently they have like a four or five star backup. Yeah. Because I saw this graphic from, I mean, from Fox Max- College Football where they were like, who's your early season Heisman for next year? And he was on it. And I was like, why is he on there? He's never – he's played like once this year. So that yeah. kind of made me – Upset when they could put like, you Jaylen know, Daniels. Jalen Daniels or Drake May. They had they had uh, Shadir Sanders Will on Howard. there <laughs> without even playing a game at Colorado. Will Howard, <laughs> what's your pick? Coming in with the hottest take of the century, Georgia is going to blow TCU away. I can see them choking in the game. Uh, from what I've learned from this podcast is TCU is notorious for uh, hurting people in their games. So I'd love to see it go the other way around this time. Oh, Georgia geez. take out some oh, TCU players. Brownie and uh, <laughs> let's see a big TCU loss. Uh, Luka Doncic's words, the horny frogs are going They're going down, unfortunately, I will say. 
She's I'm, probably going to be right. I'm very confused. I mean, your overall pick is right. I don't know how Luca Doncic <laughs> It's because it. it's Luca. Luca has a, a horny frog as a pet now. That's actually kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and weird. I don't like people who have reptiles as pets. Anyways, I'm also a TCU here. I bet the game at 13 and a half. Like I said, that's just too many points in a national championship. People have been doubting TCU the whole time. They're one of the best teams for covering spreads this year. So I'm going to take uh, TCU. All right, there you have it, folks. There's your picks. Over-under, they didn't release it yet. So. They didn't release it yet? No over-under? I don't or, think so. Not no that over-under. I saw. That's fine. Jack I would here. take the over, though, whatever it is. It's probably going to be in the 60s. Uh, I'll go into, just into college basketball. K-State got a great win. They won 116? To 103 against 103. Texas. It's Texas. Helped out the Jayhawks. Helped out I mean? the Jayhawks. Well, Texas uh, is um without their coach still. We'll see how that turns out. Um, Chris Beard, you suck. I did take out two uh, future bets before this game. I have a dollar on K-State to win the Big 12, plus 2,600 odds. That will count if they tie for the Big 12 regular season championship, by the way. So KU and K-State, could you could win both those bets if KU and K-State. I might just let them ride. (laughs) You should. K-State has a great chance. They're playing very well. Baylor has been. Baylor's still good. They're not as I'm not as high on them as a lot of people were to begin the season, and I, I think that's been Tang. proven. Tang was the reason that program was good. Yeah, man, so um, Tang, coach of the year. He is a very good coach. He He's should he good. he should run away with coach of the year. Even just for, I mean, even if they finish like twenty and ten, man, with that roster, they could go five hundred in the Big Twelve. I still think he's coach of the year. Oh yeah, I mean, Keontae Johnson playing out of his mind. He's the averaging he's averaging eighteen and seven. I mean, Keontae Johnson is right up there with Jalen Wilson for a chance at Big 12 Player of the Year. They're both playing phenomenally. So, I think KU, you know, wins the conference. I also took out a future for KU to win, plus 150 odds or something like that. Yeah. So I do have a future for KU to win. I have more money on that one. But I took out a dollar on that K-State, you know what I mean? And that pays out $27 if I hit it. That's crazy. I, I was just like, screw it. Put a dollar on it. If it happens, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> So, go ahead and talk about the key game. Did you watch the key I game? I did. Okay. Yeah, we watched a little. We watched the second half yesterday in between our Gordon Ramsay marathon. Um, <laughs> KU came out with the win in Lubbock. Always a tough place to play, 75-72. Mm-hmm. Um, they, were up, they were up double digits with three minutes. Texas Tech fought back to make it a one-point game with 25 seconds left. KU stripped the ball, threw it up the head to K.J. Adams. He dunked it. Texas Tech's last shot was horrible. KU gets the win. Lots of boos. Boo. Texas Tech coach Mark Adams comes out in the press conference and says, oh, yeah, the refs told me they missed three fouls on KU in the last possession in a game in which KU shot four free throws to Texas Tech's, like, 20. Love so um, That was the most boring ending in the world. It was, it was really it quiet. Ended. Like, Texas Tech's <laughs> fans... Were it was seventy three seventy two. Tech had the ball. They weren't even like loud. Like sitting in their seats. Like they were just like what, like watching it. You know, like I'm worried about Bramlage Coliseum not being loud this year, just because people don't know that K State's having a great season so far. Well, now that football's over, I think they might yeah. switch. I'm just, I'm really Especially worried. now that KU game is going to be loud. It's going to be super loud. I really because that's the only team that K State really gets up for. Yeah. Or the fans do. I mean, don't get me wrong. Back during the Michael Beasley days, that, that place was rocking. As soon as, if you guys get ranked here soon, which I think you will, because Missouri got ranked number 20 somehow. 
Missouri Missouri does stink. They lost by 30 to KU in Columbia. They beat a bad Kentucky team. Right now they're in a dogfight with a pretty good Arkansas team, but I think Arkansas is going to pull that one out, led by former Wichita State shocker Ricky Council Uh, fourth. (laughs) That's so upsetting. (laughs) We'll get into Wichita State transfers here in a second uh, because two of them are currently leading their teams in different conferences. Um, Go ahead and dive into the Wichita State game. Who do they play this week? They play Cincinnati um, at home. Wichita State has recently lost by four, no, seven to UCF, sorry, and ten to Eastern Carolina. They also lost to Oklahoma State. And to Oklahoma State. They're and on a Kansas skid State. right now because their defense is ranked. They lost Kansas State, I believe. Yes, they did. That was the most frustrating game I have watched in a long time. They blew a huge lead. I mentioned this, their last possession that they got – they just threw it out of bounds because two players didn't know who the ball was going to, <laughs> a la Jason Bean. Uh, <laughs> Wichita State um, is ranked fifth in defense, and they're somewhere in the 200s in offense. So Ooh. that's what you're under. getting out of Wichita State basketball right now. At the end of three times, I'm two for one. Two for three? Two and one? No, I like I'm two and one. So yeah, I had yeah, two yeah. out of three. Yeah. I've lost one under. You should keep doing that. I am going to keep doing um, that the whole year. Playing Cincinnati, since he's kind of the same thing, their offense is a little better. More of a defensive-style team, though. This is going to be a, 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 um, a grind. The if over-under the is over-under, 133 and a half. It's 133? Yeah, you should hammer it. <laughs> I am hammering the under. The, the final score of this game is probably going to be like 54-50. I'm going to get a blister for hammering this under. Like, um, But yeah, again, Wichita State, really, this, uh, this is tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Okay. in Coke Arena. No one's going to be there. No one will be there. This is true. We should go. We should go. We could see if Wyatt wants to go. Um... Yeah, no, that game's probably going to stink. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> we'll, we might be there, and we'll let you know. Um, but, yeah, Wichita State missing Ricky Council the fourth and Grant Sherfield two transfers. Ricky Council is currently leading Arkansas in scoring. They are ranked number 14th. Grant Sherfield also leading Oklahoma in several statistical categories. Oklahoma not too good this year, but they're better than mm-hmm. Wichita State. And I would love to have... Both of those guys on the roster because the offense needs it. And unfortunately, they're kind of on a downward trend here with the offense. Now, they did score 70 against ECU, but they sacrificed their defense to do so. So with Wichita State, they can't play. <laughs> you could bet 15 bucks. Under <laughs> <laughs> 134, Wichita State. There's no way they hit that. <laughs> um, I might do that. I'm going to tell you on that, actually. Um, so... Yeah, Wichita State. They can't really. I am too. I'm gonna go Cincinnati minus two and a half. I think I think Cincinnati wins by five to ten because, like I was saying, Wichita State cannot play both offense and defense at the same time. Uh, (laughs) um, So yeah, that'll be. All right. Let me pull it up. Sorry, I just closed out my phone. Oh, while you're doing that, Kansas plays at West Virginia. (laughs) Bob Huggins. Horrible place to play. Kansas always struggles. I'm still going to go KU. Kansas has a good chance of repeating this year. They're a very good team. I don't know if they will, but um, they look very good. They're getting hard-fought wins out here in a tough start to the schedule. Probably not as tough as K-State's start, but they're on the road in two traditionally very tough places to play. God, I hope not. But um, to pick this game, we have the FCS National Championship. We got a rivalry game. 
North Dakota State versus South Dakota State. Holy for crap. The championship. That is amazing. <laughs> uh, South Dakota State is favored by four and a half. The over under is 47 and a half. I think I have the over. I'm going to go over. North I think Dakota State. What's it, four and a half? South Dakota State has had a phenomenal year this year. Their only loss is to Iowa. Four what was half. the score of that game against Iowa? Do you know? Um, with South Dakota State. Yeah, I mean they're basically playing an NFL know what the score defense. Was? <laughs> it was three to seven with no offensive touchdowns scored in the entire game. Dude, I, I think Iowa I'm had, gonna go Oppo you here. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Jackrabbits. No, and I I love the Jackrabbits, but the four and a half is what scares me. I know it might be a field goal. Oh, I wish I could buy. I think North Dakota. If State I do bet this, this I'm gonna I'm gonna buy a point, go three points. I'd do two and a half. Two and a half to be safe. Yeah. So. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna it go Jackrabbits. It is four, but Fanduel's offering at four and a half, just because Fanduel doesn't like doing the. Uh, the you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is at four because the odds are kind of weird, but um, no, it's actually at five. My bad. South Dakota State's favored by five. Oh, I'll go so North Dakota to, State. Yeah, you'd have to buy whatever. I'll go Bison. With We're you. picking at four and a half though. I'm going North Dakota State. I like the Bison. We got Chris Kleiman, so NDSU. Just for the sake of parody, I will go. I'll stick with the Jackrabbits. I love the Jackrabbits. Good program out there. You know that's that's something that should be studied. Is why the FCS schools out in Montana and the Dakotas and like the, like the obscure parts of Washington are just like really good. Question: Where is this game being played? Is it north? Is it in the northern hemisphere no, of the United States? Well, yes, it is. It is in the northern hemisphere. I thought you meant the north of America. <laughs> like the northern part of America. I is it? it? No, it's not. Oh, okay. Is it in Texas? It is in Texas. Arlington? No. Houston? No. It's in FC Dallas's stadium. <laughs> wow. It's All right. the same stadium that uh, Boise in North Texas played in. Uh, same stadium. I forgot what it's called. I think, I think they should Frisco, just... Frisco, Texas. That's what it is. Okay, yeah. I think they should just move this up to um, the Dakotas somewhere up there. Move it to Minneapolis. Screw it. Have them play in the Vikings I, stadium. I'd pick the under in that situation. But, um, you know what I mean, if they yeah. were up there. But I'm picking the Don't make those Dakotans drive down here. I'm excited for it. You know, I'm actually going to watch it. What, what day is that? It's Sunday. on Sunday? It's Sunday at 1 p.m. Oh, man. We could watch that. I'm saying screw the Chiefs. I'm watching this. Chiefs game. are on Saturday at 3.30. Doesn't matter. All right. <laughs> I'm watching this game. Well, good thing you can watch both. All right, good. Uh, we're also going to pick the over-under for the TCU-Georgia game. It's at 62.5. I'm, I'm going to go over. over. Yeah, 62.5. So we're going to make both the over-unders count towards our record. That way I have a chance at going positive. I will be betting all four of those bets. So I have TCU plus 12.5. I have over 62.5. I have North Dakota State plus four and a half, and I have over 47 and a half. I need all four of those to hit for me to go positive. All right. So, you know. Okay. Gonna mortgage the house on it. Parlay. <laughs> all right. Um, let's see. Hmm. Hey, Liv. Hey, what? You want to talk about Puss in Boots? Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought I was going somewhere else. Okay. No. <laughs> we, taught, we watched Puss in Boots The Last Wish. It is one of the best movies I've ever seen. 
I you have to go. I'm serious. Go watch it. Ladies go and gentlemen, you can't see the face that Garrett Winkler just made. He just made a face of he, utter shock. He just made a face of someone who thinks animation movies are for kids. I'm this sorry. I watched adult. Avatar 2, Way of the Water. I know animation <laughs> movies are not for kids. This is those blue okay, people yeah. were um, half naked. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me tell you. A movie that took 10 plus years to make just can't quite live up to the... To the fame, the hype, and the beauty that is Puss in Boots. The other movie that made I took ten years to Shrek. Make. I never got into. You're Shrek. not a Shrek guy. Really? What is wrong? With I you? didn't. I watched Shrek one as now, a child. Now have you seen Shrek two as an adult? Me. It scared me. Really? Yes. <laughs> I thought it was, it was the animation style was close to the Polar Express. So I didn't like it that much. Oh, the Uncanny Valley stuff. Yes. Yeah. However, I however, I rewatched it in I just college. I like the funny green ogre. I rewatched it in college and I enjoyed it. So yeah. like, I just have you seen to Shrek two? Yeah, I've, I've seen okay. Shrek all at the three. As an adult? As an adult, not as a okay. child. I only okay. watched Shrek right. one. I went below 18. After 18, I watched all three. Okay. I never watched any of the... Uh, I didn't watch Shrek Forever After After. Nah, whatever. I didn't yeah, I watch the... There's a. Uh, there's another Puss in Boots movie, right? The, yeah, first, the first one. one. 2011. Wasn't that good? Uh, I didn't watch that one. Do I need to watch that one? No, no you don't need to watch that one to watch okay. this one. Okay. All right, I might consider it. I'll watch it whenever it gets to streaming. I'm not going to the movie theater. Dude, I don't know, man. No. <laughs> you, this is an, uh, this is I feel a, like I'm being trapped here. No. This is really it's, a good movie. It's yes. phenomenal. Like, actually, it is, so good. it is an experience in the movie theater. There's different types of animation. All the scenes were really cool. The fight scenes were great. The plot, like, I, for once, had no critiques on a movie, which is kind of crazy. Very mature plot. Yeah. For a Puss in Boots movie. Funny. It like, was rated PG. I'm sorry, PG thirteen. <laughs> like no, it's just like it was like very like like heavy. A little bit. It like, was actually scary too. Um, I don't like know. If, if you were a child, like if I was like six years old, the main villain would have scared me. If I'm not I gonna took get too edibles, much away, but I'm, the main villain would have scared me. Okay. Listen, uh, here's what you're going to do. You're going to go You go on the Warren website. You're going to buy two child's tickets because they're cheaper and they don't actually check matinee. your tickets. Matinee. Matinee. Go watch it. Uh, okay. Whenever we go see Babylon, we're getting child. Yeah. Oh, well, actually, they might not let us because it's rated. Babylon looks cool. Babylon. I want to go see Babylon. Yeah, we're probably going to see that in the that. Next, I heard there's like, like a sex days. scene in there. Uh, oh, orgy no. is what I've heard. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie. Interesting. I'm excited. I'm more excited for Brad Pitt. Hey. <laughs> 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 I'm not blaming you. <laughs> Good looking guy. <laughs> is Puss in Boots, is it better than Frozen? Yeah. Yes. I like Frozen. That's I know you like Frozen. Frozen. I think Frozen's Puss in Boots really is good. better. Yeah. Puss in Boots is the best, like... I'm willing to say Frozen changed my life. Made me come to terms with who I am, the true ice queen. You were 15? <laughs> Oh yeah. T- yeah. Oh yeah. That's fair. That's a you fair. You know how many times I've watched that movie? I've watched that movie like twenty times. Nothing I, wrong with that. I, had, I would I watch nep- Puss in Boots twenty I had, times. So would I. I had young nephews and nieces at the yeah. time, so it was oh, that's always like, on in my, yeah. my household. Yeah. I watched the the Grinch, the new Grinch one, like six times with my niece. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, she loves it. The Netflix version, the animated one. Correct? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Not the Jim Carrey one. No. Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay. Yeah, the Grinch one. I actually really liked that one. I watched it for the first time last year. Very good. I liked it you on should... the first watch, and then it got old. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, you should check out the new Scrooge um, one that they the put animated on Netflix. One? Yes. I haven't watched that one yet. Yeah, they just put it out this year on Netflix. Highly recommend. Beth and I watched it. Mm-hmm. Another life-changing movie. Have you seen Klaus? Life-changing. Yes, I have. That's a very good one. I love that Klaus That is a very good well. one. She doesn't like Klaus. Like, it's fine. It, it's more of a... It's not really a Christmas movie. It's more just a good story. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Klaus. But I like Klaus. Very Good well. animation, too. Very enjoy it. Yep. That's all I got, guys. Chad, lead us out. All right. Follow us on Twitter at Sunflower Spread, no S. Um, yeah. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you to the wonderful Liv for being our first real guest. Ah, ah, it's a pleasure. It's an honor. Gamble safely or don't at all. Have fun. You know, they say 99% of gamblers quit right before they make it bad. big. <laughs> I will mention we have the gambling hotline in our... Please reference the gambling hotline. Bio. Uh, Do not take that seriously. Yeah, it is a meme. Um, <laughs> anyway, we'll see you when we see you.